the torture in general, as uh, apparently she had signed off on waterboarding um, in the months after the 9-11 attack. And uh, this raises very serious ethical questions. Um, what is torture? What constitutes torture? I would divide it into two areas. Torture is something that I abhor and I think is wrong. It's morally wrong. It's bad for this country. It's a bad policy because it puts our men and women at risk because they could be there could be more justification for their being tortured. And it's just not, I, I totally believe that it's not something that this country ought to do or get involved in. It's more typical of a communist country, a third world country. We don't want to be like that. We are better than that. But then there's the area of psychological torture, not physical torture. Physical torture is something which causes pain, which uh, breaks the skin, which is, uh, it, it's literally cruel. It threatens the life. You know, it's things like, um, you know, making a person, I mean, they showed this in that movie uh, starring Tom Hanks, um, when that guy was held by the East Germans, um, that being the pilot, the U2 pilot, um, Gary Powers, where they put him in a cell with, with, without shoes and wet floor and he became sick and that kind of stuff. That's torture. That's wrong. Physical torture is wrong. Psychological interrogation, however, where you can play tricks on someone, things like sleep deprivation, which is something that any parent knows they have to go through when their baby is born. Um, that is, it, it seems to me is, is appropriate because it gets a person to talk. And if you have somebody who uh, knows information that can save a life, you know, it's your obligation, actually. It becomes the opposite morally. It's imperative morally that you get that information out of that person so you can save a life. I think it's none other than attorney Alan Dershowitz, who uh, has made, who's talked about the boy in the box. If you have a boy locked in a box somewhere buried, and he only has a certain amount of time to live, and you have detained someone who you have reason to believe has information that would lead to your finding the, the boy in the box, you have a right to use extreme psychological methods, interrogation methods to get that information out of that person so you can save that life. That's moral. That's appropriate. Now, as far as waterboarding is concerned, it seems to me that waterboarding falls close to the edge, but it really does decidedly fall on the side of psychological um, interrogation. It doesn't hurt the person. It doesn't break the skin. It doesn't cause suffering. It doesn't threaten the life. It's, it's psychological. It's, it's like it reminds me of a game that I played as a kid when, with friends in the neighborhood when we would like play capture the flag. And, you know, you put a guy in, you'd hold a guy in prison, you'd do what was called Chinese water torture little drops of water on the forehead to make them talk. You know, I mean, it's, um, it's scary, but, and it, but it makes someone talk. It doesn't actually hurt someone. My understanding is it's done with a medical doctor thereby to, to oversee it. Um, and it's actually part of the training of, uh, of uh, special forces and Navy SEALs that they, they have to undergo water, waterboarding to, um, to prepare for their missions. So to my way of thinking, waterboarding is in the realm of psychological interrogation, enhanced interrogation, 
And as such, it potentially could save lives because it could derive information from a person. Now, the people that are against it, and it's very shrill, they're, 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 they're anti-waterboarding, they will, they will make claims that it doesn't actually lead to any information, um, that um, in the case of the, um, one of the 9-11 terrorists, he, he was waterboarded, I think, 40 times or something like that, and he gave information, but it was false. Fine. Uh, at least they tried. I mean, this is, there was one plot, I understand, where they did get information from this guy who did talk after waterboarding that led to the apprehension of people who were plotting to blow up planes over the Atlantic, both coming from England and the United States. So I don't know if it, if it leads to information or not, but because it's not physically harmful, it's not actual torture, I think it's appropriate. Now it's illegal now, so that's fine and we have to respect our laws, but let's not rack this nominee Gina Haspel over the coals for doing something that was legal at the time she did it. You know, we have in this country as a legal matter, ex post facto laws and something that's baked into the constitution. And that is you can't be persecuted, prosecuted for breaking a law if it was legal at the time you did it. I mean, in other words, if you did something and then a year or a year or so later, they pass a law against it, they can't go back and, and prosecute you for doing it when you did it at a time when it was legal. So, um, you know, to my way of thinking, this is perfectly fine. And the, the attack against her is really an attack against someone who is behaving appropriately and patriotically at the time, dealing with the emergency that this country confronted at that time. So. Anyway, those are my thoughts on waterboarding. Thank you for watching, everybody.